Wow. Welcome back to the Children of the Beast podcast, episode number 22. Hello, it is me, Andrew, your favorite host of all the shows you listen to, I know, with your other favorite host, Carlos. How are you doing today, sir? Doing good, doing good. But, you know, right, right out of the bag, starting with corrections. I think this is 21. No dog. Last night, the one I posted yesterday, that one that just went up was 20. I have one in the bank on my computer right now that's 21. Oh, you do? This is 22, sir. Oh, I thought I, I yeah. thought we had already had to bank on the bank to one. No, 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 no. Because I was going to do one over Christmas and then I just didn't because Christmas and the merriness, it, it overcame me with everything. And I just, gotcha, gotcha. it took me a minute to get everything done. It's, it's, a, so it's a holiday 20, break. So this is 22. This is 22. Excellent. 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 And you know, this is our first episode recording in 2021. Wow. I got, I got point something out. What? I realized that time continues to move on right above my bald head. It goes, yeah, your 40 year old bald head. Uh, I'm looking at your little screen here yeah. on the zoom and yeah. on the lower left-hand corner, it says Andrew. And then it has, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I have to for school. He oh for school. I like I've been like I've been straight up asked like like I've been at, like Holy so I just leave like, it on. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah, if you're a college well, student I'm, online learning, you have to, to know, put your pronouns. I have I have been Not addressing to, you, but I've been addressing you properly, so that's good. <sighs> I mean, you know, I want to put Zimzer on there, right? Like, you know, I want to just fuck with it. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't I don't know why you wouldn't because who who can call you out on it? It's just not worth it. It's just like, I'm like, I just, like, I'm just, I mean, you're right. Like, no good, but like, I just, no. I mean, isn't, it wouldn't be, wouldn't calling you out on it an act of microaggression in itself? Listen, it sounds like you're getting microaggressive right now. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, no, 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 no. This right is, now. this is, a, this is, a, this is, a, this is, a active aggressive is what I am. Oh, okay. Macro, <laughs> yeah. You're macro aggressive. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh shit, that's funny. Anyways, I just I don't know that I'd noticed that before. Yeah, it's been there. Yeah, it's been there. And uh, you know, it's 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 funny. It's funny. Yeah, I mean, I just I would have to imagine most universities, most classes with online learning ask you to do that. I know all my classes have, so. Okay, you're prone. No, yeah, that's not a pronoun. Do you what is a pronoun, Carlos? <laughs> and it is not a professional well, noun. It's not a professional noun. Let me tell That's you. My number one guess. You Are you seriously? Said. No. <laughs> okay. I was okay. gonna put. Could you be like Andrew has dick? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to specify myself. Okay, but in like, a way right? That- you can have a dick and be a woman though in 2021. No, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No, no the answer can't. to that is you cannot. You can't. I just Whoa. read something. No, I just read cannot. something where I, I believe it was in the UK, right? They were passing some new, uh, I assume law where it was allowing for um, children to go on, uh, like not children, but like 15 year olds to go on hormone blockers, I believe, if they want to transition. 15? I want to say it was as young as 15. Because the whole point is, right, they want to get on the hormone blockers before puberty because then it becomes much more difficult to transition later once you go through the puberty. I think that is an age that merits proper debate. I'm not against it and I'm not for it, but it's that at that, at that age range sure. yeah. where if somebody is, in fact, uh, body dysmorphic yeah. to that degree, yeah. uh, if you're going to consider that, I think that would be about the cutoff where I feel like, well, that person's already kind of figuring it out sure. yeah, yeah. And, and they're entitled. 
to that conversation. Totally. You know what I mean? Like the six-year-old stuff and the- Well, the, I mean, the, let me get to the point I was making. The, the reason why I bring this up is because in this uh, piece of uh, legislation, we'll call it, uh, there it, it refers to when there is a 15-year-old uh, female and they want to have a some sort of gender changement, changing uh, surgery. They refer to her- breasts as some sort of genetic mutation ah, that's not that's not the exact words i wish i remember the exact words because it's something equally lunacy as calling a normal part of your body some sort of mutation that, that's the point i was trying to make i don't remember the exact quote and i'm upset because i wish i did but uh but they have a cutesy little way of not saying what it is without yeah. saying what it is yeah well, well i mean that's that's the problem with weak but, arguments but you know? I'll have you know, I am 120 different genders at once. And I do switch between them whenever I want. So That's good. That's as my right, very, as an American. Yeah, it's very fluid of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Bruce Lee. Be like water. <laughs> fluid. Got you. Got you. Bruce That's Lee. That's right. <laughs> he was... <laughs> Caitlin <laughs> Lee? <laughs> nah, I got you. Nah, I got nah, you there. Nah, no, 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 no. Be fluid, baby. <laughs> be like water. <laughs> Be like water. Well, that's to the your, class. Now, now that's your speed. That's your speed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You're a fool. So it's a new year and I have a question for you. What's that? Was your new year resolution? Do you have any? Do you care about new year's resolutions nah, at this point in your life? I mean, because I kind of don't at this point. <laughs> well, I do. I, I have something every year. It's just that, I mean, you know, my only nearest resolution would be, I did talk to Jamie about this earlier. Um, I will no longer drink more than once a month. Well, that does also, it doesn't mean that I must drink at least once a month. I could go months without it, but I'm not going to drink more than once a month. Um, I, I basically think I got a good head start because of how I lived most of the year last year. You know, yeah. so I'm just trying to fucking like build on, on last year and uh, write out the fact that Michael's uh, Michael's treatment's going well right. and that we're a year into it. And that at this time last year, it was really fucking tough. Yeah, totally. So, so you know, all I'm trying to do is, is be healthy for my kids and be around for my kids for as long as possible. And that's it. But other, other than that, I kind of, in a way... I'm trying to like not have fear anymore because fuck everything. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know? Well, like, I'm like, right. Like think about like where we were 360 days ago. Like <laughs> it's, it's such a radical difference. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. this entire first half of the month last year was, I mean, the entire first part of the year really yeah. was a world. Yeah. That, 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 that's what's so crazy for me is that the, the, the way it started is how it ended. So I'm just like, I'm done. I'm yeah. glad that year for like it's fucking over with right. <laughs> And, uh, and I just want to go onward and whatever it is, it, it, you know, I, I want to think that whatever else happens, it's, it's, uh, hopefully not going to be worse than everything that happened last year. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, and we have every reason to, to be optimistic that everything yeah. is working. So, uh, you know, I just want to do everything in my power to, to basically facilitate that everything that we need to have in place that we can control, we're doing, you know? So that's got to start with me, like resting. I think it's probably my number one thing. I'm going to exercise just as much, but I got to emphasize my rest because I can't let myself get run down like that. So, yeah. 
But other than that, honestly, that's it, man. I've been doing pretty well with all my, like, all the regular fucking cliche things. Like, I Well, and, like, right, like, that's the thing. Like, I guess... I exercise a ton. I'm like, I'm good. I guess that was my point with, like, the whole resolution. Because, like, don't make it a New Year resolution. Just make it a part of your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it has to be. Like, it's not a New Year resolution. It's like, oh, this is my life now. This is how yeah. I have to adapt and live my life, so... Good. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about it. It's like, for instance, I'm starting the year somewhat behind already because I thought I would have the the theme song done because I had time. I thought I would have yeah. time over the holidays and Which just didn't shit got complicated. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. And so there's definitely like little things that I want to do, but you know, just in general, it's just doing our best to stay right. healthy. And yeah. Stay one step in front of the further in front of yeah, the other. Man. And like, yeah. right. Like in terms of the theme songs, like, right. This is, we're playing the long game here. We're playing the yeah. long game here, baby. No, and, 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 and if you think about it, like a lot of things are different that we haven't even realized because of the pandemic and everything. But you know, we we've had we've had we've had a lot less fucking social discord in the last month than we did in the last three years. Mm. I don't I mean, feel that. I don't think people are as ramped up as they were. For the entire time that Trump, like him or not, whether sure. you're in his side or not, Trump was, he he definitely put a an antagonistic. Like a bow on top of it. Yeah, a, a, a vibe on the entire yeah. country. You know, and that's, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with him. I'm just saying it was an antagonistic monster that feeds off of that energy, of yeah. that shit energy, you know? And it seems like that's kind of going away. And and a lot of the people that made him guilty of many things are going to have to watch and see what happens. And But I feel like it's not as charged, you know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what is it? You said it's on the January 6th that he's officially done? Uh, January 20th. What January 6th is going to be is when the uh, Congress uh, certifies the election results it's from all the electoral votes and whatnot. So there is... Uh, isn't there still a little tiny coup, like four people? I mean, there's supposed to be this big ass protest here on the 5th and the 6th in DC to give support. And in theory, uh, there is a mechanism uh, where if you have, I believe, a senator and a representative, so right, a member from both houses of Congress, object to the certification of the election and you're able to pass it alongside on a vote, which in theory right now there's like 12 Republican senators and I want to say like 15 Republican representatives that are committed right now to objecting to the certification of the election. Um, so what that means is it'll go to a vote. Uh, I believe, and all right, again, I'm not, I'm not an expert here. <laughs> I'm trying my best. I believe, right. If that vote passes, then that vote allows uh, each state to have one vote to determine who is the president of the United States of, uh, between Trump or Biden. So in, th- in that regard, uh, I guess the re- some of these Republicans think they have the numbers to vote, but I, I just, I, it, it, from my pers- from what I've seen, it seems like even though there are Republicans who are trying to stop the steal, so to speak, right? It seems like there's a lot more Republicans who are more than happy to get rid of Trump and to be right. gone with him. So I don't, I, I don't know. Is this, is this the beginning of an internal coup within the Republican Party itself? Maybe, but I don't know. It depends what Trump does, right? If Trump fades off into obscurity after this, probably not. If he starts some sort of Trump TV or Trump media, whatever, I don't know. It could get dicey. Not dicey, but like just weird with for the Republicans weird. and splitting yeah, up. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
she doesn't have true loyal support is a thing. And I think everybody that's still supporting him is forgetting that. He's never been a person that has loyalty. He doesn't inspire loyalty. He doesn't offer loyalty. And he's never been associated with any kind of receiving or gifting yeah. end of loyalty. So it's interesting that there's people that are still that honey dicked. Because I would think he's tired. I would imagine. I mean, it's either money. Right. It's either a honey dick or B, they just truly believe that the alternative of Republican Democrat controlled government is going to lead to the destruction of the United States. Like, right. That's the propaganda they've listened to. Like that's the propaganda they feed themselves. I feel like, right. That's what, that's what, that's the justification. It's either save Trump or lose the country. Right. <laughs> like right. it's, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. We're going to be living in a social dystopia, a socialist dystopia in the next four years, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. But it does seem calm down. I mean, I don't see protests. I don't see fucking. You see the bomb? The two bombs? I think there's three actually. Uh, that's in Nashville, right? There's one in Nashville. There was one in Aspen, Colorado, where not a bomb, but um, some sort of an entire city. I want to say it was Aspen had their power lines cut out and there was a suspect of foul play. And there's one other really weird thing that was going on. I don't remember what it was, but yeah, the Nashville thing on Christmas Day was crazy. Yeah, I only saw the explosion. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see about the Aspen thing or anything else. Are they supposed to be related? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know the conspiracy theory behind the Nashville thing is that the RV was parked right outside of. Um, I don't know if it was an actual like Dominion warehouse or like in like some sort of associated company that works with Dominion Dominion being the voter yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, machine thing. voter machine company um so that was a conspiracy theory that the RV was used to get rid of evidence of some sort of foul doing which is i mean it's crazy either way it's amazing that no one got hurt i mean there were injuries but no one died in Nashville i don't believe and from my understanding the RV was playing like a warning call like there's like some sort of yeah, audio weird warning song like, or something about change. Yeah. well yeah. i mean people uh, you know when the whole thing like they happened yeah. that ended up being super strange and he was basically a lone motherfucker that was well, wait, when when did that happen when, when was mcveigh Ni- i want to say mcveigh was in 94 <laughs> okay. i think so you have a pretty April. like clear memory of that like happening in like oh yeah oh yeah wow oh, yeah yeah yeah, I was already fascinated with serial killers and all that kind of stuff by sure. by the time that, that happened. And uh, his book is really good, American Terrorist. It's a good book. On Did he the write whole it thing. or no? Oh. Uh, no, but he collaborated with the guy that wrote it because it happened while he was in death row. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That sounds that does sound yeah. really interesting. Yeah, it's a good book. It's a good book. It's interesting. But I mean, once you read the book and everything, well, you, there's always room for, for conspiracy. It's sure, of course. Pretty evident that he was just like. A completely Strange. disenfranchised. He, yeah, he felt he was like he was alt right before alt right existed. Sure, you know he. I'm pretty sure he was kicked out of the marine training because he was too fucking weak, and you know everything that comes mm. along with. So like almost like right. That's that reminds me of like right uh, Hitler being a fucking failure. Yeah, life, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a weakling yeah. and he couldn't fucking cut it, and then he meandered around in the military a little bit. Um, with, uh, I think he ended up in the army, but that wasn't what he wanted to go for, you know? Gotcha. But it's, an, it's, I mean, sometimes that shit happens, you know, people feel, I mean, same thing. Yeah. I just watched a thing on the murder of John Lennon. Same thing. That guy was fucking 
Mark David Chapman was just fucking insane. Insane, right? He was a yeah, fan just too. A fucking, yeah, just a crazy son of a bitch. Sometimes that shit happens, you know? But what I think is soothing about that, I guess, is that this is more like in line of what is a little more regular than civilian and civilian fucking unrest. Well, civilian, I mean, that's still happening. Civilian. That's still happening. Yeah, it's in Oregon. I, I mean, I, right? I don't, did feel, you, I don't feel it's happening to the same degree that it was six months ago, though. Sure. That's. I mean, I'm not saying it's gone. I'm just saying that a lot of the instigators well, are side one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to call it, dude. I think the instigation was mostly by Trump's opposition. And it seems like that instigation, that instigating factor is not as prevalent. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I think... I think here on January 6th, maybe the 5th, but I think here on the January 6th, DC, like I would not want to be in DC right now. How oh, fucking man, no. I, I, I don't ever want to go there, period. How fucking no. No, I do. Like this cool stuff, like Smithsonian, cool museums and whatnot. Yeah, I'm all I'm all set on that. I mean, eventually, sure. Nah, museums yeah. are cool. Air and Space Museum. Yeah. That's just dope. Space. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, we're supposed to be finding out some shit, that, some shit about space. Oh, too. so actually, yeah, you're right. 180 days from the uh, the stimmy, the new stimmy thing that just went out. Uh, that's what I call a stimulus, the stimmy. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gather that much. I gather that much. <laughs> gotta get that stimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mitch McConnell don't want to give us that stimmy, baby. Right. Trump wants to give us that. Give us them Trump bucks. Trump bucks, where are you at? Trump bucks, baby. <laughs> In. Oh man! I have a question for Let's you. See. Do you give Trump any credit for the vaccine rollout? No, no, none. No, I do not. Interesting. Interesting. Do, do you have any opinion on Operation Warp Speed? Then, uh yes, but for but I understand that all like one of the companies didn't even participate in that. Pfizer wasn't even a part of it. Uh, Pfizer was absolutely part of it. They got money from Operation Warp Speed. They claimed that they didn't, but then it came out that they absolutely did. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was the last thing I had seen. No, yeah. But uh, I just don't give him credit for that because I think that the mechanisms in place would have made something like this occur regardless Maybe. of who was president. He did He did do something about hospital transparency with uh, pricing the other day. Did you see this? I did not, no. Um, he made it so that, well, I don't know if he, but uh, I don't know if it was an executive order. It must have been an executive order. But uh, something to do with making hospitals be transparent about their pricing. Well, that's, I mean, if he did that, then I applaud that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I bring it up because that does seem to be something that is actually a real net good. Yes. At least a step forward in the direction for healthcare be more well, accessible. That's the thing more, is that, like, right? Well, to me, that's always been the aspect about healthcare that never gets discussed, and it should be the starting point, right? Yeah, the starting point to to insurance coverage of any sort to me is the cost, of the replacement, or the good that you might need in case you do need it, right? Yeah. In order to that. And they mitigate, okay, well, we'll have you covered no matter when you need it for this nominal fee. And there's some kind of formulation. Okay. I'm, I'm all, I'm all set with that. I'm all set with people agreeing with it or disagreeing with it. The problem is when an MRI of a wrist can cost $500 sure. in cash, but if they bill it to insure that same MRI is $3,500, that discrepancy creates a vacuum 
of actual coverage. Totally. Because well, we're, not, we're not fucking actually coming up with the cost of the service and, and maybe a range. Like the cost of this service on the low end sure. in cash yeah. is 500 On the high end for the same one is 750 Some kind of range that makes sense. But when you go from, you know, 700% increases when they bill insurance compared to the cash price, then that tells me that what you're billing insurance is overinflated. Totally. And so, yeah. that what happened was, that, you know, yeah. th- then it's not coverage. It's a discount program. So what, hap- have- so what happened was, sorry, I, I looked this up, yeah. so I just want to be correct with what I'm saying. Um, the Trump administration, uh, it was a price transparency rule, which is requiring hospitals to close what they charge for basic items and services. Uh, so it was a rule that was being fought in court by uh, the AHA, which is the American Hospital Association. And they argued that the disclosure of the closely guarded rates negotiated with payers represented a violation of the First Amendment. And the circuit court unanimously disagreed. Uh, but basically what this is going to do uh, according to the to, 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 to Health and Human Safeties, I think, HHS. Yeah, that's right. Um, they're going to require hospitals to report their prices in two ways. A uh, machine-readable file that contains standard charges for all charges and services at the hospital, including gross charges, discounted cash prices, pair-specific negotiated charges, and de-identified minimum and maximum negotiated charges, and then also a consumer-friendly display of at least 300 shoppable services that can be scheduled in advance, including plain language descriptions in a searchable format. This section must also provide gross and discounted cash prices, pair-specific charges, and de-identification or de-identified minimum and maximum negotiation charges. So, It's a step in the right direction? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a step in the right direction, you know? Because what's lacking is accountability. People aren't accountable about the way they live their life and they end up in a hospital. The hospital's not accountable about the actual cost of the services, right? And so if the only customers that you have come at the worst time in their life to get your services for the least amount, what was the premium on their neglect? You know? And, and that, I think that that's what, like, it's kind of forced the hand of one to the other because of so many people doing frivolous lawsuits to doctors sure. to where the insurance premiums go up. So now when they do have the ability to build the insurance $3,500 for the goddamn MRI, instead of doing a $1,000 MRI to insurance 500 cash, which is already crazy to me, by the way, that, that sort of discrepancy is already insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whatever. So I think that that starts to, to go into into the right direction. Now, where I think it's trickier is in surgeries, you know? A surgeon, though, should still have a range for that surgeon. Well, and that makes sense, right? Because, like, especially with, like, repair surgeries and, like, orthopedic surgeries where they go in and they don't necessarily know the extent of the damage. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Yes. But my surgery for, let's say, my ACL, if I'm a surgeon, I charge, let's say, $7,500 to 15000 Now, that doesn't mean that every surgeon should charge that, but it does mean that if somebody pays me cash, I shouldn't be allowed to do it for $5,000. And if I can get away with billing and insurance $20,000, I should be able to do that. Your your cost should be what it is. Right. That's the price. Now, let's talk about funding that expenditure from the customer. The funding of that expenditure should not determine your fucking cost. That's crazy. You know, that's like if you go buy a car and they go, well, who's going to pay for this car? Your dad. If your dad's paying, then it's 30000 right. If, if you're, you're paying, paying it's 20000 yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. How much is the house? 
You know, the house is $350,000. Okay. Well, and like people well, it's such- not 400000 if I finance it from Bank of America and 200000 if I finance it from the fucking loan shark guy. Like that, that shit doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that's where, to me, the, where healthcare is at. It's like, you cannot have that fucking like on the spot making up the fucking cost, you know? And I also know it should be as easy for people to like, if you if you renege on your bills, you should not be able to have like a nice car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there should be like a there should be a fucking stigma and a cost associated with your quality of life when you're a scumbag. And there's too much stuff for well, people. But then I purpose. feel like you're getting close to like the China social score. I don't mind it. I don't. That's completely it. against. I feel like the idea of American freedom, though. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I just, you know, I, I reject. And people. like, right? Who are the people that are determining this social score? Because do you want the Chinese Communist Party to determine your so, your social score? I don't. I don't. I'm just no, saying, no, it's no, slippery no, no. slope. I want. Slope. I want their own ethnic group to form a committee to police their own. Okay, well, so okay. they can blame the racism amongst it. That's what I want. Okay. I, that's what I want. Okay. I want each racial structure to cleanse from within. So that's Definitely don't say racial cleanses in any context. <laughs> I, ever I didn't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> no, I know, but just you don't. Those are two words that you don't you don't want to put them near each other at any point. I feel like that's just like a good rule of thumb for life in the world going out as a human being. Listen, you're, you're getting triggered by noise instead of listening to the meaning of what I said. No, I'm listening to what you're saying. I still think you're wrong and living in a fantasy land. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I agree to disagree. Well, well, that's, how I want, that's how I want it policed. Let's move on to, I feel like, kind of the silly, juicy drama shit that I like to talk about. Namely, did you watch the Jake Paul videos I sent you last night? Uh, not last night. I didn't. I was already asleep. That's okay. I did. I did watch the the Dylan Dannys and the callouts. I watched him talk about Amanda. And uh, so, I'm a fan. I'm Jake a fan. Paul last night went on his Instagram story and called Dana White the Alaskan bullworm, which is funny for kids like my age and younger because that's referencing a SpongeBob episode where there's like this whole character of SpongeBob. So he's saying oh, Dana White okay. looks like this SpongeBob ginormous warm cartoon character. It's very funny to me. Very funny. Very hits his audience perfect. Cause like, right. Okay. You're never going to okay. get that, but his audience gets that joke. And is like, ha this guy does look like that. LOL. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but he goes, ah, oh, you know, I've been hearing Dana White's talking all this shit saying he doesn't want to do anything. And like he, and then like the next story, he's like, but this doesn't make any sense. Cause he's been talking about us for years. And then he screenshots interviews uh, from Dana White three years ago, talking about the Paul brothers, six months ago, talking about the Paul brothers. <laughs> and he just goes all in on Dana White. And he goes, oh, your top pay-per-view for 2020 only had 1.3 million buys? Me and Tyson had 1.8. So who are you calling a bub? Which is hilarious because you're absolutely right on the coattails of Mike Tyson. Let's not pretend like, I mean, maybe you're like 0.8 of that, but you're definitely not million buys on pay-per-view for that boxing event, sir. But it's hilarious because he's coming with facts, not feelings. Facts, not feelings. (laughs) He's just talking, and you know Dana White, can't not see that and not get triggered by it. He's the, I mean, he's like a snowflake. Did you see his video calling out uh, the MMA media video? No, no. Oh my God. The Dana White one? 
I haven't. Well, I, I, oh, I guess been you've been in like of, in a bubble. So like, yeah. I want to say like two weeks ago, he, Dana White on Twitter releases with like no caption. He just drops like a three minute fucking Trump like political campaign video where it's quoting different MMA journalists who were like questioning the UFC's decision to push on during the pandemic and basically just rubbing it in their face. And my dad, of course, selectively editing and misattributing quotes to like different reasoning, like right where people are talking about, do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic where they had the, uh, the Tachi palace and that got shut down by, yeah, 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 in California. Yeah. And that got shut down by Disney. Yes. So he used people talking about that specific event as if they're criticizing the entire UFC's tenure under the pandemic. And then a couple of days ago, right before the new year, he posted this incredible video, not an incredible video, but just this video of a big ass yacht on fucking hanging out, doing his rich man fucking shit, talking about how 2020 fucking kicked ass and it was awesome and 2021 is going to be even better. And I saw people respond to that with like articles of like how many UFC fighters got cut this year, how many fights got canceled this year. <laughs> just come in with them straight facts, baby. This is not 2008, Dana. You can't live that life anymore. <laughs> He's fucking out here riding private jets, fucking. Because, because you know who's not doing that? Jeff Bezos. He's not like we killed it, y'all. <laughs> and he did kill it for sure. Yeah, I know, but he doing yeah. it quietly yeah. at home. Have some respect. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. You know, like. Well, and I just like the biggest thing when I saw the yacht video was just like, imagine being just a UFC fighter, not like a big guy, or maybe you're on a main event. Maybe you make it to the pay per view, like the main card of a pay per view, and you see Dana White doing this type of shit, like just. Oh, and then did you see all of the different related MMA companies that took PPP loans and uh, small business loans? Yes. Fucking the Gracie's taking like half a million. 10th Planet taking like half a million. A bunch of the random UFC gyms taking a bunch of money. Brendan Schaub LLC taking like 15K. And then did you see the video of him talking about how he used that money to buy some shit for his car? No. Bro, we got to go on this Brendan. I've got, I went deep on a Brandon, Brendan Schaub fucking research dive last night. That man does not look well. The pandemic has not looked done, done done good things for him. You know what Brandon's problem is when he started drinking? That was the point. So the Reddits, the onlines are convinced. Oh, they gross him. I, I read his Reddit once a week. <laughs> the fighter and the kid Reddit. So, you know, that's like that Reddit is entirely dedicated to just shitting on him. I know. It's incredible. It's I can't incredible. believe people put that much energy into it. It's amazing. I mean, they hate him. The way they fucking shit talk his wife. And like, oh, it's bad. It's, dude, incredible. it's bad. It's incredible. It's the Mexican? <laughs> the Mexican. <laughs> oh, Carlos, I'm so glad you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, I'm, oh I'm, I'm, bro, dude. Bro, he's fucking... I he looks so bloated. Around, some, somewhere around time number 352 that he said he didn't read comments. So I'm like, the fuck comments are these people talking about? And then I found the red. And it's like, oh. Okay, so then do you ever do you ever sort by top when you're looking at the Reddit? I usually go newest. Okay, so you, what you need to do is... Next time you go on, go look at the top for the last week and then top for the last month. Because if you only look at it for like once a week, then just when you look at it, just look at the top for the week. That's going to give you the best fucking content for sure. It's that brutal. shit is incredible, dude. And like, not even the memes that they post, but the fact that they just take clips from the podcast with no editing and they just say, look at this shit. 
It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Him talking about the Mexican's grandma dying and how he didn't give a fuck. Old people just die. <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're right, but also don't say that, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I think I gotta imagine he's losing a dude. I just gotta no. See, what I think is that when. When you have that many people talking shit, it's because there's that many more people that are on board. Because the the way that he lives, that shit doesn't just. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Something's gotta be fucking selling. Well, apparently, because I was like I said, I was doing this last night. I was on my research dive, but apparently, he had some New Year shows, and they had some sleuths. That were like messaging people who had posted that or what. They couldn't find any pictures of the show. The rumor is there was maybe 15 people at the show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> for New Year's? Yeah, for New Year's Eve. That's fucking rough. It's not a good look, dog. And the way they talk shit about like how he's constantly cheating on the Mexican. I can't, the Mexican. So funny. The way he's they're talking, the way they they speculate about how she's cheating on him and like the fuck it, it's incredible. It's so good. It, it's a lot. It, it's it's good in a morbid way. Yes, it's yes. yes. I just don't understand that many people putting that much energy into it. I think it just it just makes them laugh. Right, the enjoyment. Yeah. You, no, but the enjoyment you get from listening and watching the show normally, they get from shitting on him and making fun of him. Yeah, but think about that, though. People are haters, dude. What do you mean? If if those people were putting any time into anything, video games included, they'd be better at that video game. Yeah, but they're putting time in that editing and the meme making. And I know. Editing. That's what so I'm they saying. They are making dude. skills. They are doing skills. <laughs> that's a skill, baby. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess. I guess. They're just using it for good. From that standpoint of view, from that standpoint of view, but it is entertaining. I know when I found it, I found it when the Delia should happen. Mm, well, and they had been on top of it too for a couple of months. That's that's Just pointing out how fucking creepy that dude was. Yeah, yeah. So when Delia happened, and then when a Callan happened, that's when I ended up on those fucking subreddits. My favorite comparison that that subreddit has made that I've seen was them calling Shaw out for crying for losing Delia as a friend and then saying that all people die. Fuck my wife's mother or grandma. <laughs> but see, I don't know. Like, because I listen to the show, a lot of that shit doesn't land on me. What do you mean? Well, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because, because I actually have the context and I'm like, well, I heard that episode and that's not how that, like, as soon as I, See that? I'm kind of like, oh, all right. Who needs context? Who needs context? No, I mean. We don't live in a world with context. We don't live in a world with context. Definitely not the way. Look at the way the news is made about Trump and Biden. There's no context for anything that they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely definitely true, I guess. But I'm pretty sure he's going to end up moving to Austin. I mean, they all have to. They all have to follow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, Rogan's going to open up a yeah. fucking club and they're going to redo the comedy store in Austin. Have you seen how they're convinced Rogan is like a midget? Yes. That's <laughs> and like, I mean, they're right. They're but see, they but see, that's right. the other thing that's so, it's so weird. Funny. It's funny. But see, I, I, I just don't, I don't know. There's things that I think are funny. I don't think somebody who's never like, Rogan has never pretended not to be super short. He's never pretended he doesn't look sure. like he looks. Yeah. So to me, 
that's hyper loser behavior to have so many people banning on something that is already a thing that a person is not really affected by or anything. It's not like they're oblivious to it. It's not like, so, so it makes it to where like, I just, I, it's that's just an easy thing like, to pick on and hate on. And it's easy to make memes about. I think yeah, but it's, it a, it, but it's, it's so, it's so uh, low hanging fruit requires that's such the, little. That, that's the majority of memes though. Sick, that's the majority you know? of memes though. No, I think there's a lot of funny ones. But if you have to be ignorant to think it's funny, then I just don't think that's funny. You know, like I, I, I've watched it and I'm just like, because by the way, if those people had pictures of Rogan with some chick or something, that shit would already be up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like they're not looking. It's not like they're not looking. So, so it's, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't find it. I don't find it as clever as some other subreddits. Nah, dude. I find it funny when I see when they point out that his sub, uh, his thumbnails, the the height of his chair and how he's basically standing to be height level with the guest. That shit is funny. And when you notice it, and then you can tell when they stop doing it, like that that shit is like it's a it's a it's a false narrative, but it's something that makes me giggle and just laugh. It's stupid. Agreed, it's stupid, but it makes me laugh. Right. The memes make yeah, me see, laugh. Like- like even even that to me, I don't think I've watched one Ro- Joe Rogan on video ever. No, you know. So yeah. the, so there's it's it's just I don't know. I guess it's different. And I fell behind, way behind, for the first time ever because I forgot about the Spotify shit. And then oh, eventually, like somewhere like three weeks into December, I was like, "What the fuck? I feel like I haven't had any fucking Rogan." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, they started with a yeah. thing." And I got fucking Spotify. I'm not a fan of the platform, by the way. Why? I, I just I, because I'm used to Downcast, man. I like the way my shit was. Okay, but if you're just using Spotify for Joe Rogan, I feel like it's pretty easy to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you I, search I it like, like after like a week of using it, it will pop up every time you open up your app. As like one of the most recent things, though, or the most yeah, no, it does, though. it does, but it continues to suggest shit. Well, that's what it's designed to do. <laughs> I know, but I, I, you know, I reject those designs. Okay. Well, if you want to be clever, I'm sure you can find the RSS RSS. I feed. want them to be clever. See, at this point, this fucking tech but company- But hold on, time out. They're not going to be clever because- You didn't even let me finish. You didn't even let me finish. They're not going to be clever because why would they give it away from the paid content that they're literally getting paid to put it on Spotify? But you can take the RSS feed and upload it to your downcast, and I'm sure you can get it from the Spotify feed. I am. Uh, okay, so I gave you a solution. A and you, it's not. It's like a one a link thing. that you copy and That's paste, dog. I mean, it's not terrible. It's just, oh, okay. I don't, like, so, I don't like the platform. It's but terrible I mean enough about to complain, it, but not to fix. But, but what I mean about this is that if you're so goddamn smart, like the way that the suggestions work, they're turning into like what, police officers. What suggestions like, do you get? I'm curious. As someone that opens up Spotify and only listens ones. to Joe Rogan, what are the suggestions you get? Are they like for other podcasts or for like music? No, for music. Oh, so then it just gives you like the generic fucking whatever the mass. Yeah, but, but here's the thing about it. I've been on iTunes for years. iTunes gives me terrible suggestions. Terrible. Like that make no fucking but, So I, I think if you were to use Spotify more, I think the suggestions would be a little bit better just because it would kind of like the way Pandora, when you would make Pandora radio stations. I hated Pandora was terrible. Oh, I like Pandora. I thought it was cool. Oh, I gave up on it because it was just like. I felt Eventually. like it, nah, I thought it was cool. I thought if you added enough bands that you really liked and no, you create a radio me. station from them, whatever. Okay, well. But point is, I think if you use Spotify more, the algorithm gets to be at least closer. Because like right now, I'm sure it's so radically far away from the music you actually listen to. Whereas if you were to use it for music, it would at least recommend you stuff that might be closer. 
Um, mm-hmm. But does not recommend you podcast or anything based on Rogan? No, no. Oh, well, the only thing I subscribed to was ours and Rogan's. Oh yeah, because <laughs> everything else I have on, on Downcast. Yeah, yeah. That's how, yeah. That's what I do. You know, which I, which I like. But uh, what I one thing I do like, I'll say, is how you can toggle between the video and the audio part. That, that's cool. That actually combined two things that I was that like, you oh, didn't have before. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that that's how they should do it, actually. Like well, and it I know, makes sense. And I don't know how this is done, because and I know only a few podcasts I've ever listened to have done this. But with some podcasts, with some feeds, and I know this is this worked with Downcast, they were able to as your podcast was playing, the thumbnail would change to refer to like a screenshot of whatever the topic was, or if they were like talking about picture, you could see the picture they were talking about. And I don't know why more podcasts don't do it. And I feel like the podcasts that I did listen to that did it stopped doing it. So I wonder if it was like a technology that just didn't catch on and got just outdated with upgrades to different podcast stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Cause that's the thing is like, I've never followed along a podcast where I'm pulling up stuff since yeah. shit. The last time I did that was like back in the old Frosty Heidi and Frank days and shit. Where I'd be like looking at their website at the posted content, yeah. kind of like in real time with what was yeah. going on with the show, you know, but, but yeah, man, no, nah, that, that, that's been it. I've been uh, behind on that. And what else we got? Uh, I think Cyan and I are going to start talking about unexpected on a podcast. We need a name. So all of you children of the beasters, I think we want to come up with like some sort of expected, unexpected. See, I don't know. Expecting unexpected. I don't know. But something about, because I just feel like it's a good teen mom show that probably no one's talking about. I could be that. We could be those people. We could be those people. We watch that. <laughs> expected, unexpected. Is that one on MTV or is it? It's on TLC. That's a TLC one. TLC the unexpected one. one where all the teen moms are products of teen moms. Oh, that's right. That's so right. That's right. That's right. I think so I got to catch up on that because I remember now what happened is when I saw it, there was only like two or three episodes like out they have a full season now i mean they're four seasons now the fourth season's airing live right now like we tweet oh, so i gotta i gotta go back there's there's some content there there's a lot of con- <laughs> there's some good content there there's some content there's some, there what we could call gold content very nice yeah. very nice well tremendous man well i say we call it yeah, i got much nah the fight side well last night boxing was nice but Liver shot KO seven three. At like three p.m. Beautiful. in the afternoon. I don't care. Beautiful. That's my best way. Whatever. And I still didn't watch it until this morning. <laughs> of course not. Of course no. not. I got a good night's sleep. Um, is it Ryan Campbell, one of uh, Jake Paul's training partners? Uh, Ryan Garcia. And uh, no, he's not. I want to say Jake. Jake Paul was hyping him up mad hard. And I, well, feel I like mean, it's going, very good. They're in California. Mm, They're probably neighbors. I feel like there was some sort of cross training there. Um, it, it could be because Luke Campbell is British. I think the guy that lost. Okay. Yeah. I was talking about the guy who won. I just didn't know their name. So yeah. Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia, King Ryan, 20 years old, 20. What is it? He was born in 1998. He's 22. Okay. Oh, cool. He is, uh, he moves to 20. I know last night with uh 17, knock- 18 knockouts. Cool. Cause last night he knocked out the fella with a nice liver shot. It was beautiful. Fella I did see the, out. I did see the, um, the video of it, it was, it wasn't impre- like, I mean, it was cool, but. Oh, it was fucking, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, but boxing did it, man. Boxing did it. First one of the year. I know we have some bare knuckle coming up. Cool. I can't uh, wait. To I know we have a one week here. I think the third week of January where there's three cards for UFC. 
There's a. Well, we have McConnor and Dustin this month, right? That's that's on the twentieth. But before that, there's like two cards. There's like a card that Wednesday, and then the card the Saturday before, I believe. Hell yeah! We have like a good triple header. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I took enough of a cleanser. You know that end of the year really started getting washed up. It got pretty washed up towards the end of the year. But new year, new fights, and you know. What's the most? What's the fight you want to see the most in 2021? We'll end on this. No, John Johnson heavyweight. Okay, but what's the fight? John Johnson heavyweight doesn't matter. Insert opponent. Yeah. Okay. I want to see the mine also involves John John Jones Jones heavyweight heavyweight career. Mine also involves John Jones. Mine is John Jones Israel Adesanya 2021 Raider Stadium. I don't think we get that this year. I think we get that next year. Probably not. Yeah. Seeing the way things are kind of playing out with Israel fighting Jan here in March. Exactly. Right. It's probably going to be a little exactly. bit too soon between March exactly. and June. And right. Fucking TP's got to figure it out. Summer, somewhere in the summer, you get John Jones to fight somebody at heavyweight. Well, and that's what I mean. Stipe's got to figure it out. Exactly. We got to get, we got to figure it out here with Stipe with either. I mean, we got to, Francis in the wings. Francis deserves a shot unquestionably. But so this, I, I don't mean like Francis John, Stipe yeah. John. Give it, yeah, give it. yeah, no, and, and I think we're further from uh, from Izzy and John. You know, Izzy's I saw. Gonna, I, Izzy's I mean, got to see how he does at two hundred five. John ain't coming back down. He's definitely not. But like, right? If Izzy spectacularly knocks out Jan, I I see it. I just don't see him going up to heavyweight. He's not. He's that already big. fought at heavyweight. Yeah, but in kickboxing, still done it multiple times though. That's not. That's not two hundred sixty five pound motherfuckers. So fine. He's, I'm just saying he's so, done it though. I, I just think, I think that Izzy size taps out at 205 and I don't think John do comes like back down. He's 6'4", bro. His frame's big. Yeah, but he's a thinner, he's a skinny kid. He's not, he's not, he's, I mean, he's not young enough to put on the type of bulk yeah, that you true. would imagine. You know? So where Johnny's doing it according to, he's at the perfect age to be doing what he's doing, by the way. Like if you look at his so, age. So wait, athlete, so why, why is, why was John Jones able to, like, I'm, I'm confused here. Like, why why wouldn't Izzy be able to put on the weight? I feel that John Jones was already, uh, his body build up was a lot more wrestling based from a lot younger age. And I think that he was keeping himself pretty lean. You see John Jones as he's getting bigger, he looks appropriate. You know, where Izzy's fighting, we're talking about two weight divisions. For John's just one. For Izzy, yeah, but Izzy's two. taller than John, isn't he? As tall yeah, as John. but but when I look at his shoulders, when I look at the size of his legs, when I look at the size of his torso and everything, I don't think his body style will will be the same uh, if you're adding 25, 30 pounds. As far as performing in the competition, I don't know that that fluidity stays there like that. Sure, yeah, that's a good point. That's why I think the way John Jones is doing it, it, it makes perfect sense. God, it would be incredible. And, and John Jones is undeniable. He cleaned out that division. There's nothing else you can ask him. Sure. Yeah. You know, Izzy could still do that at 205. After doing that. Yeah. Because I mean, right. Would you say that Izzy's cleared up the middleweight? In my opinion, he has. I mean, I don't, I don't have any fights right now that I want to see him at, at a 85 for. Right. I mean, like the number one contender is Bobby Knuckles, who we've, se- we've seen that fight. Yeah, no, I like I like I like the the Jan Blagovic fight. I think that's. I great. do too. I think it's gonna be great. There's, and I think there, there, if he wins, there's more work that he can do at 205 for at least two or three years. Well, and not only that, like right, it just it provides Jan a spotlight. Yeah, and I have to see and how he, easy it looks at 205. 
you know, because sometimes, because sometimes he's he's not even, man. Sometimes he barely cuts weight for 85. Yeah. So how does he put on weight? This is not a big weight cut guy. Doc, I, I think he's perfectly okay with coming in underweight. I don't think, I, like, I, I just don't think he feels the need to put on the weight. I Maybe. really don't. Maybe, but you ain't stopping John Jones's fucking takedown if John Jones is 240 pounds. Maybe. I, I just Maybe. don't see that shit happening. Maybe. John Jones will fucking just go right through that, but that's the beauty Maybe. of it. And like, Maybe. Maybe, right? Like, but that's why all I want to see is John Jones at heavyweight. I want to see what happens. Yeah. You know, so. All right, man. Well, let's call this one. Okay. Episode we back. 22. We're back. 2021. New year. This is going to be our year. The year of the beast. It's For all of us. Beast, all baby. of us listening. All of you listening. This is your year. 2021. Because you're going to win the year. At the end of the year, you're going to be like, yeah, I won 2021. <laughs> and, and if you're listening to this, congratulations, you survived. Yeah, for real. And also, hey, shout out. Way to be a loyal, diehard, early adopter of the beast, of El Bistias. Right. You want to be the right side of history in this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. We appreciate you. So thank you for listening. Uh, follow the show on YouTube, Spotify that Carlos now has, Apple, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Search Children of the Beast podcast. You know, do the like, the subscribing. The subscribing thing is a really important thing, but you can like the show. You can like the videos on YouTube, leave comments. You can leave reviews on Apple, on YouTube. Do that. Uh, talk to us on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at Andrew underscore the hut with two T's. Carlos is at 1980wolfchild. And that's it. Oh, wait, wolfchild1980. Wolf I said backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah at wolfchild1980. I said that backwards. That's correct. So that's it. Everybody, have a great day. We love you. Stay safe. We hope your year is wonderful.